Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. I am your host Danny, and today's podcast is going to be all about body image. It is a solo podcast. Before I head into the podcast, as always, if you are listening and if you do enjoy the content on the Female Fitness Podcast, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could like, subscribe, leave a review down below and share that you're listening on your Instagram story. It genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, means so much when you do so. So thank you to any of you who show your support and yeah. It means the world. So thank you for, for doing so and for tuning in regularly and taking the time to listen. So I wanted to talk about body image and towards the end of this podcast, I'm going to give you some practical tips for improving your body image. And I want to talk about, to begin with, how our body image and our body composition are two completely separate things. And so to define these two terms, because people say that a lot, but what does that actually mean? So our body image consists of how we feel and think about ourselves. So it's our view of ourselves, whereas our body composition refers to the percentage of fat, bone and muscle mass in our bodies. Both of these things, so our, both our body image and our body composition, can and will fluctuate throughout our lives for numerous reasons. In the example of our, our body composition fluctuating, it can fluctuate due to our priorities changing, our training frequency changing, our energy expenditure, so our activity levels changing throughout our lives, depending on our lifestyle and our priorities and our circumstances. It can fluctuate due to hormone health. There are so many different reasons why our body composition might fluctuate. Our body image can also fluctuate for a whole host of reasons. For example, if you're going through a really stressful time personally, then you might find that your body image takes a little bit of a hit. If you're going through something like a breakup, which maybe has a bit of an impact on your your self-worth, that can have a negative impact on your body image. There are so many things that can influence this. Another one which I actually think is really worth mentioning is that your body image can actually take a hit if you become more preoccupied with your body. So if you focus on your your external appearance more, you can sometimes find that your body image deteriorates. So sometimes when we intentionally start to change our bodies, when we start to aim to progress with fat loss or hypertrophy, so muscle gain, sometimes our body image actually gets worse because we're, we're more focused on our external appearance. So like I've mentioned, these things will fluctuate throughout our lives for numerous reasons, but it can be really helpful to know that you can and you will have bad body image days without your actual body composition so the makeup of your body the muscle mass and fat mass that you're carrying changing at all you can go from feeling like an absolute 10 out of 10 whatever that means to you 
to really not feeling yourself at all without gaining or losing a single pound of body fat. Recognizing this can really help with your ability to take a step back and rationalize your thoughts on the days where you don't feel too great about yourself, the days where you don't feel great about your external appearance, those bad body image days that we all have, if you recognize that those days can often occur without your external appearance changing at all, without the makeup of your body changing at all, it can really help you deal with those bad body image days. And for the record, we all have bad body image days. So you're not alone. The goal is not to eliminate bad body image days completely. And it's really, really important to recognize that because if you set yourself up with an unrealistic expectation of eliminating bad body image days completely, if you expect that and you set that as your goal, unrealistically, may I add, if you then have a bad body image day, what are you going to feel like? You're going to feel like a failure you're going to feel like you have failed, which is not the case. And if you have that mindset, that perfectionist mindset, and you feel like a failure if you have one bad body image day, on that bad body image day, you're likely to to beat yourself up for that, to feel really negative towards yourself because you've had that bad body image day. And that can obviously feed into your the way that you treat yourself in regards to exercise, nutrition, um, self-care as a whole. And it can have a, a significant impact on your entire life. Whereas if you recognize that the goal is not to eliminate bad body image days, if you recognize that they are going to be a part of your life. And you recognize that you're not a failure if you have bad body image days and you treat yourself with compassion on those days. It's going to have less of an impact. It's going to have less of a negative impact on your life and the way that you view yourself when you have these bad body image days. If you recognize that the goal is not to eliminate them completely and that by having bad body image days, all that tells us is that you are human you are not a failure. And if you recognize that, you will be much more capable of treating yourself with the compassion that you need on those days. And you'll be much more capable of dealing with those days in a positive way and moving past them rather than those days completely stopping you in your tracks and having a a really negative impact on a lot of areas of your life. And something that's worth mentioning as well is that a perfectionist mindset is very common amongst those of us in the fitness industry. We tend to be quite data-driven. We tend to want to be perfect, even though that thing doesn't really exist. And it is actually harming us it is not serving us to have a perfectionist mindset because perfectionism means that we set unattainable goals 
and unattainable expectations of ourselves. And then we feel like failures when we don't meet our own expectations. Perfectionism also stops us taking action when we have big goals because we think, oh, I can't start yet because my plan isn't perfect or I'm not a perfect person yet. My knowledge isn't perfect, but we're never going to be perfect Our plans are probably never going to be perfect. Our actions are never going to be perfect. We're human and we are always learning. And just as an example of how perfectionism can stop you reaching your goals on a bit of a side tangent, but we move. In business, if you you have a perfectionist mindset and you have big goals, that perfectionist mindset will stop you taking action when actually you would be much better off taking action and you would make much more progress within business via taking action and you will learn via taking action. And that will help you progress in a business sense, that learning. And none of us are perfect you know, when it comes to things like coaching and business, for example, we are all learning throughout. And if I hadn't taken action back in 2015, when I was a brand new personal trainer, if I hadn't started posting on social media, then when I knew that I wasn't perfect, then I wouldn't be where I am now. I wouldn't have learned what I've learned now. I wouldn't have progressed in the way that I have. I wouldn't be the coach I would, I was, I am now. And so perfectionism often stops us taking action and and therefore actually stops us achieving our goals. So it's not serving you to be a perfectionist. It is very common amongst those of us in the fitness industry, but it is a mindset that is not serving us. And just to intertwine that back into the subject of body image when we are a perfectionist and we set ourselves up with these unattainable goals to be quote-unquote perfect to never have bad body image days to never have days where we struggle with our relationship with food that mindset is holding us back because we are going to feel like a failure if we have those expectations and we don't meet them. So if we have one bad body image day, we're going to feel like a failure. We're going to feel pretty rubbish about ourselves when we shouldn't. So we need to tackle that perfectionist mindset and leave it behind in order to make progress. But back to that point, we all have bad body image days. You are not alone. I promise you Think of the person that you think of someone that you think is absolutely beautiful inside and out. That person has bad body image days too. We all do. And it's also very common amongst those of us in the fitness industry who, like I said earlier in this podcast, are very aware of our bodies and our external appearance. 
But the goal is to improve our ability to deal with the, our bad body image days on the days where we don't feel like an absolute 10 out of 10 and to decrease the frequency of them happening. It's not to eliminate them completely. Bad body image days, they shouldn't affect your ability to go about your day, your ability to live your life. They shouldn't stop you in your tracks and mean that you cancel your plans for that day. But if they currently do, then have faith that this is something that you can work on with the right support and guidance. And this is one of the subjects that I'm really passionate about because I know that improving your body image can have such a significant impact on your quality of life. And that is the kind of impact that I want to have on the fitness industry. And so I want to give you some practical tips and tools that you can utilize straight away after listening to this podcast on how you can improve your body image. So first of all, reduce your body checking. A really helpful exercise to do can be to get up a notepad on either a written notepad or you can get up a notes page on your phone and pick a day, go about your day as normal and keep a tally of however many times you check yourself in a mirror or a car window or a shop window or a car door. I want you to take keep a tally of however many times you body check. You will probably be surprised over the amount of times that you actually body check throughout the day. And from that, you can be intentional about reducing your body checking. So catching yourself when you notice yourself going to check your body in a car door or in a shop window or in a mirror. And ask yourself, why do I need to do that? Is that actually offering me anything positive? Or is that just going to be another opportunity for me to pick myself apart? In which case, it's not serving you. So do that exercise. Recognize how many times you are body checking throughout the day. Call yourself out on that and aim to reduce it. Another thing that we can do is we can be intentional about appreciating our bodies for their capabilities and celebrating our non-body composition-based wins, such as progress with our training performance. This is something that I do with clients on a weekly basis when they check in with me. Anyone who is my client will know that I always talk about their body composition last. The reason for that is it's one of the least important things about them. I care much more about how they feel, perform and function, their happiness, their overall health. I do still care about their body composition, of course, and I support my clients when it comes to achieving their body composition related goals. But actually, there are many more important aspects of the process and their their external appearance is not the most important thing about them. And I make a point of talking about that last in their check-ins to emphasize that. I also try to get them to recognize their own wins each week and report that back to me. So start their check-in with a real positive from the week. It can be anything. And this is something that you can do yourself. You know, if you don't have a coach, you can do a, a weekly reflection where you look back on your week. 
you point out the positives, you point out the wins, the non-body composition related wins, and you give yourself credit for your achievements, whether they be work-related, whether they be health-related, maybe you've managed to reduce your body checking, that could be a win. Maybe you've been able to go out for, for food with your family, which you haven't been able to do before. Maybe you've added more variety into your diet. Maybe you've invested more time into self-care. Maybe you have been a really good friend one week. There are so many great things that you can recognize that you need to give yourself credit for and shifting the focus away from your external appearance is a really positive thing that you can do to help improve your body image. Practicing mindfulness is also an absolute game changer and just focusing on being present in the moment as opposed to your thoughts being occupied by your body or food or your next check-in, your next show date. Focus on being present in the moment as much as physically possible. Immerse yourselves in the day in front of you. If you do that, you will live a much happier and more fulfilling life. I think a lot of us as well, we tend to go through life with our brains elsewhere. So we might be, I don't know, at a family event or a meal, or we might be chilling with our other half on the sofa, but we might be scrolling social media or replying to a text message at the same time. That is really taking our way, taking away from our ability to live in the present and it will not have a positive impact on the way that you feel. The quality of your connections will diminish if you're constantly doing that. And we know that human connection is really important for our overall health. So you are hindering your health if you are not living in the present. For those of you who are watching me on video, you'll be able to see that the cat just tried to walk in front of the camera, but um, that is the story of my life at the moment. <laughs> um, another thing that we can do when we're getting all up in our own heads about anything that's going on in our lives, whether it be, you know, body image troubles, relationship with food troubles, relationship issues, whatever it might be, if we go to wide open spaces, it can really help our problems feel much smaller. So think if you were to go on top of a mountain or if you were to go in a wide open field, it can really help to immerse yourself in nature and wide open spaces and make yourself realize that actually your problems are in the grand scheme of things quite small. And that's not me saying that they aren't valid but it's saying that it's something that you can do. It's a practice that you can do that can help your problems feel a little bit smaller in your own head and it can help you get out of your own head. So that's something to consider as well. Another thing that is really important that we all do to help with our body image is to wear comfortable clothing that fits us properly. Not clothing that's constantly digging in, not trying to squeeze into our old prep wardrobe. That is going to make you feel like absolute trash. So buy some clothes that fit you, that are comfortable. Or, you know, borrow your mom's if um, that's an option. You know, if you don't want to go out and buy a new wardrobe, there are always options, nearly always options. Not always, but 
in a lot of your circumstances, the people who are listening to this podcast, there will be options. So wear something that is comfortable, that fits you. Stop clinging on to your old prep wardrobe or your old wardrobe from when you were younger. If those clothes haven't fit you for longer than six months, I would say either donate them to charity, sell them on Vinted or Depop or throw them out because they're not serving you. They're making you feel uncomfortable and they're having a negative impact on your body image, your sense of self-worth, your ability to go about your day, your comfort. Comfort is king. So wear comfortable clothing that fits you and flatters you. And what flatters your shape might change as you go through life and there's nothing wrong with that either. What I wear now is completely different from what I used to wear when I used to compete all the time because my body's changed and that's okay. Acts of self-care, such as regularly moisturizing your body, can really help. How do you expect to feel good about yourself if you don't take care of yourself? It's very difficult. And so that's why regular acts of self-care, like moisturizing your body, exfoliating, um, having a bath, doing your nails, doing your hair, making yourself feel good, making yourself look nice can really help and have a positive impact on your your body image but also your sense of self-worth as a whole and your quality of life another thing that we can do alongside celebrating our non-body composition related wins is we can recognize our positive qualities that are nothing to do with our external appearance so what do you have to offer the world that is non-physical external appearance related Are you a kind, compassionate human being? Are you a good friend? Are you a great coach? What are your positive qualities? Are you a great listener? There are so many things that we have to offer the world. And when it comes to having impact, that is not going to come from our external appearance. There are so many more important things about you than the way that you look. So recognize these things and Also, recognize these things in other people and give other people non-physique-based compliments. This will really help shift your own focus and it will also help nurture your friendships and relationships. If when you think something positive about a person, you say it, you express it, that will help massively improve the quality of the connections in your life. And you will also feel very good for giving out compliments. It feels good to to be kind to people. And we need more of that in the world. So think about recognizing the positive qualities in other people that are non-body composition related. Give out non-physique-based compliments. Tell those people how they've had a positive impact on your life. Tell the people in your life how, why you appreciate them help them improve their body image as well as you improving your own. Another thing that we really need to do is call ourselves out on negative self-talk. So if you ever notice notice yourself talking to yourself like trash, saying negative things about your external appearance, ask yourself, what would I say if my mum or my grandma or my best friend was saying these things to herself? You could even consider writing a letter to imagining your mum was saying those things about herself, write a letter to her 
or you could even write a letter to yourself. You could even write a letter to your younger self. Another thing that we can do is if you frequently talk to yourself in a really negative way, get a picture of your younger self. And if you pin that up in your bathroom mirror, for example, every time you talk negatively to yourself, you have to go over to that picture and remind yourself who you're talking to, the five-year-old version of yourself. And that can really help you address your negative self-talk because you realize the impact that you could be having on, on yourself, on that little girl. So hopefully those practical tips really helped, guys. I, like I said at the start of this podcast, I'm really passionate about subjects like improving your, your body image and your relationship with food because of the profound impact that it can have on your quality of life and your happiness and because I know how many people struggle with these things, especially in the fitness industry, especially people who have pushed their bodies to the extreme in the past, but also people that haven't. It's so common that people unfortunately struggle with their body image and their relationship with food. And this ties in to a lot of what my, myself and Charlie do as part of the Flourishing Competitor. If you guys don't know who are listening to this, we have a free Facebook group. This Facebook group is completely free and it is jam-packed full of webinars, Q&As on these subjects, on how to improve your relationship with food, how to improve your body image, how to deal with the other struggles that you might have after pushing your body to the extreme, how to improve your hormone health, how to deal with the struggles you might have with the loss of identity that sometimes comes with transitioning away from things like competing or being just the fitness one. This is what we have made this Facebook group for. So make sure that you join us. If you haven't already, we would absolutely love to have you. And like I said, it's free. You're literally losing out on nothing. And if you want to get this kind of information in person and to actually learn how to meditate, to learn how to do yoga, to meet myself and Charlie, to meet a community of like-minded people, to meet new friends, to engage, to learn new things, to go into more detail on these subjects, then myself and Charlie are running an event in November in Manchester at a venue called Space at the Mill. The nearest station is Oxford Road. And we would absolutely love to have you there. It's only £25 a person, which is an absolute bargain for an event of this, this kind. And you will come away with so much value, so much additional knowledge, so many practical tools. And you'll also get to meet us. And we can't wait to have you there. So make sure you get your ticket. Message myself or Charlie on Instagram if you want a link, if you're struggling to find it. Or join our Facebook group and the link is in there. Thank you so much for listening, guys. As always, if any of you want to buy any supplements from Full Ball Sports, you can use the code DANNY10 at the checkout to save you a little bit of money. Have a great rest of your week and I will see you in the next one.